Listen to any organization these days, and the mission seems to be delivering a better user experience. But one question lingers over all of these efforts. Why is user experience so hard to deliver? Hi, I'm Scott Smith, host of Gardner ThinkCast, and Gardner analyst Magnus Revang will look to answer that very question in the presentation of the same name that he'll deliver at the Gardner Application Strategies and Solutions Summit, December 4th to 6th in Las Vegas. Right now, we get to experience some of his insights as Magnus joins us from his office in Oslo, Norway. Magnus, welcome. And I think the first question is obvious. Why is user experience so hard to deliver? Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> funny you should ask because I think it's a quality issue, right? User experience is all about quality. And in organizations, we have built those organizations to be very good at delivering quantity, right? So when you look at IT organizations, it's all about features. And when you look at marketing organizations, it's all about the amount of things they can deliver. But in user experience, it's all about that quality. So my sort of position on this is that we have built organizations to fail at user experience, which means that all of these well-meaning, very competent designers that are put in these organizations, they're not able to deliver the quality that they are trained to deliver because the organization holds them back, which means ultimately that a lot of poor solutions come out from a very competent set of people. And, you know, it's in these organizations, this is because everybody thinks they can be a designer. Right? It seems that all the stakeholders, uh, high level in the organizations, the people, the product managers and stuff like that, they all think that since they are users of software, they also know how to design software. And it's sort of a fallacy akin to sort of, since I've been sick, I know how to be a doctor. Right? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So we had to sort of educate a lot of clients on the value of design. And it's not like designers have done it easy for themselves, though, because a lot of designers think that the product or the finished product should talk for itself. And they shouldn't talk about the process involved in, in getting to that point. And then that kind of hurting these designers as well. So it's probably a, a too long an answer for your question, but <laughs> that's where we are. Well, you use the analogy of being sick and then thinking you're a doctor, but let's face it, when it comes to that experience even, we all have different expectations. Some of us just want to be made comfortable. Some of us want to have the, the doctor to be totally honest. Don't beat around the bush, doctor. Tell me what I've got, and more importantly, how do I cure it? So I, I guess that's my long-winded way of saying from a step back, what then do we mean by user experience? What is it we are uh, trying to aim for here? Yeah, and that's a big question because I had the same experience like four years ago when I became an analyst and I went from being a practitioner to becoming an analyst and I had to sort of revisit all the innate knowledge that I had, right? Everything that was purely instinct to me, I instinctively thought, you know, this is good, this is bad. But as an analyst, you have to sort of get the root causes of that. And one of the first things I did was actually look at the definitions of user experience. And I found 27 of them, 
right? <laughs> 27 definitions. And that was not some guy tweeting his definition. It was canonical sources like ISO or the government digital service or the books used in interaction design curriculums at the university. So of those 27, I found that when there were 26, Number 27 has to come from the process of, well, these 26 isn't good enough, so I'll make the 27th. And I looked at the 27th, and I actually ended up making the 28th, which is Gartner's definition of user experience. But the Gartner's definition of user experience is not meant to be alone. It's meant to be sort of in a system. So we define user experience as the sum of the effects caused by a person using a digital solution. In Gartner terminology, we also talk about digital design, which is the processes and the skill sets that leads to a solution with the user experience. In Gartner terminology, there is no such thing as a UX designer because you simply can't directly design a user experience. Right? You can't directly design the effects. You can design the solution, and the effects comes from users of that solution. So, yeah, at Gartner, we have a model for sort of using that because the most important thing is not really what user experience is, is how to define what good user experience is. That's where the magic happens, and that is a surprisingly hard thing to do. As you said, it's a hard thing to do, and yet when I think of user experience, I think, first of all, customer, or obviously, I know it's it's a broader thing. I know it can be anybody interacting, but you know, here we are as enterprises, we're always saying things like the customer comes first, the customer is always right, it's the people mm-hmm. we're serving. So why are enterprises struggling to deliver quality user experience? It's many things, right? It's one of process, it's one of skills, and it's one of culture. So often companies talk about being customer-centric and stuff like that, but it's only skin deep. So I can meet clients and they say, we are very customer-centric. We built a customer journey map of how to buy insurance, right? And nobody wants to buy insurance. My need as a user is to be safe. Or I need an insurance when I buy a new house. So my real need is to buy a house, not get insurance for a house, right? So companies tend to think in in a company-centric way, even though they claim to be customer-centric. And when they do that, their processes doesn't change. So when they go in and talk about user experience and digital design and things like that, what they do is that they build the facade, right? They start with how is this packaged, but they don't go back and actually make their existing business processes, their existing products, their existing services better suited for human consumption. (laughs) they don't go any deep. They just go on the layer of distribution, making a better website, but not making better products that is better suited to be sold through a website. So that's where I think the problem is, is that the customer centricity often is limited to the surfaces and it doesn't go deep into the organization. You had touched on it in the first answer, but how is it that IT is contributing to this inability to deliver fully, you know, full quality user experience. Yeah. So first off, IT 
is an environment that is very project-focused. And with projects, you have to know when you're finished. A good project needs a definition of done. Back to one of my first points is that UX is a quality aspect and not a quantity aspect with a solution. And when you have quality, it's sort of a sliding scale. It's not working and not working. It can always be a little bit better, which makes it very hard to have a project with the user experience because you have a really hard time defining when you're done. So in these project environments, we have a really hard time defining what we're going to deliver because a project needs those things in order to be a project in the first place. Very few organizations have really taken that to heart and changed themselves into product organizations. And product organizations is where UX usually thrives, where it can work on something over time and continuously improve it. The other thing is that IT is often a place where they're told what to do. In Define, in user experience, what you end up doing is often more important than how you do it. So a lot of IT projects is like if you're traveling and it's an excellent landing, but it's the wrong airport. So the project can be really good, but you ended up creating a completely wrong thing. It didn't solve the actual problem. Digital design goes broader. So it looks at what's the right product to make in the first place. And often IT isn't invited into those discussions, so they might have built design competency into the IT organization, but they're still not invited into figuring out what the ideal solution would be in the first place. They're being told, and then all the designers do is actually putting a facade on something that shouldn't be built in the first place. So you can't put a designer on something bad to make it good. (laughs) That's not possible. You have to have the designers involved in creating the solution from a much earlier point than IT is usually involved. One more thing I want to touch into is that most IT organizations is incentivizing people to deliver a number of features over the quality of the features. So doing that, what we get is a minimum level of user experience for each feature rather than because we're incentivizing people to deliver quantity. Well, Magnus, you certainly delivered some quality insights for us. Thank you. And I encourage everyone to get more user experience insights from Gartner Research Vice President Magnus Revang and his Gartner colleagues by checking out the Gartner Application Strategies and Solutions Summit in Las Vegas, December 4th to 6th. Check out the details at gartner.com slash US slash apps.